Hey Joe. Yes, sir. I don't the camera look I don't is this the is this normal for the camera too? This is the show before the show, everybody. You know that. Does that not look good to you? I don't know. Does it look wider or is it? It might be a little wider. I'm fine with the wide if you think it looks good. Then we'll keep it. You doing all right today? Totally, whatever you think. Kathy and Steve will be where they are. Derek says, who won the cornhole game? There wasn't. Um, although uh, one of the kids, I call them kids that works here at Strategic Air Services, gr fun, great jobs if you're learning the aviation industry, uh, popped in last night when we were taping Football 360, like one of the best football shows, by the way, for high school and college football, recruiting, training, uh, you name it. Anyway, they were coming in wondering where we were, how long we were going to still be at the studio. And we threw four bags and he popped two. He drained two on me and he had two on the board. Or his first one was off the board, Derek. I drained one. So he beat me in just a four throw corn hole. But that's about it. Uh -huh. Derek, I'm glad you got these uh, little headphone things. These things are great. Oh. Still getting the show together, guys. Good morning to everybody. Uh, I see, uh, of course, Derek and Mike. Good morning, Karen. Hi, Teresa and Trisha and Derek and Karen. Karen with a C. Chris, good to see you. Um, pack show again today. Uh, Lizzie will not be with us. I'm just now, ch I didn't see her text until late, buddy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, her mom fell for like the fourth or fifth time. A lot of us have been there. Um, so she is with her mom at the hospital this morning. And thank you, Derek. That's very kind of you. Um, yeah, so Lizzie will not be with us. Thoughts and prayers to her mom. She says she's fine, relatively speaking. It's just she fell again. So somebody needed to be there with her. Um, I didn't see it in time to try to find anybody else. Hey, if anybody's in the Chesterfield Valley, you want to come on cancel this. <laughs> Joe, you have to turn your damn camera on today and be be a a, a sidekick for me. Just getting ready to say they have to be more talkative than me. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Put your dang camera on, my friend. There's Lizzie. She's running the boards, though, as always, as she has always done. She'll be back in studio tomorrow. Um, I'll be talking with um, state senate candidate Dave Gregory, also um, terrific personal injury attorney. Um, St. Louis County last night, they wouldn't approve um, 
proper, what we've heard, I think Bill Igle talk about property tax. Um, Sam Page and his crew would not approve taxity or taxity, <laughs> tax and property, property taxes for elders uh, to decrease them or, or eliminate them for the elderly. I was like, uh, I thought Democrats say that they're all about caring party. Come on, Ben. What's up with that? We care about people more than Republicans. Where are those bleeding hearts at? There weren't any bleeding hearts in St. Louis County. Oh, great. Appreciate everybody jumping in. Cancelthisshow.com. Where's the... Uh, there we go. Joe, when do you leave? Uh, early in the morning on Friday. So you'll be here tomorrow? Yes. And will. Greg will be here? Yes, Greg will be here tomorrow and Friday and Monday. But he'll be by himself Friday, Friday and Monday. Monday. Yeah. Good golly, Miss Molly. God, <laughs> Are you nervous? Yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. I think he'll do just fine. Yeah, I'm really nervous. <laughs> I think he'll do just fine. Oh, man. I am going to Sarasota, Florida, Alex. Why would you do a thing like that? Why would anybody go to Sarasota, Florida? I mean, you <laughs> can think of many reasons, I'm sure. <laughs> We've been meaning to tell everybody, Joe is now in the drug trade. Right, yeah. I'm part of the cartel. I got to run down there. Get some business in order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. We're packed today, too, guys, as you know. We'll get into that in a second. And by the way, the world has gone mad if it wasn't there already. It's another reason why I hate media messages, things that aren't true. Oh, we're going to dirty the water. By the way, if anybody ever wants to join our show, just let me know and I'll send you the link. Uh, you can reach out to me in my email, vic at cancelthisshow.com, or you can go ahead and message me uh, Facebook. Um, you can just do when the private messages on Facebook. I can send you a link. If there's anything that's frustrating you, if you want to talk, anything from that standpoint, um, feel free. Go ahead. I'll send you the links. Um, would love to um, have you guys join.
Okay, let's go ahead and start the show, Joe. I'm sorry, buddy. Just getting some things together. And we say good morning to everybody. Welcome into Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. It is a Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Appreciate everybody jumping in today for the show. Um, I'm Vic Faust. Lizzie Sparks is not with us this morning. She is on our chat line. She is taking care of her mom. Unfortunately, her mom fell. Thoughts and prayers for mom in regards to that. It can happen. Um, so she's the child that's here ready to take care of mom so she is it is october 18th lizzie will be involved on the chat line as much as possible and she'll be back tomorrow as well also by the way tomorrow um personal injury attorney former state rep from sunset hills dave gregory david gregory running for missouri state senate he leads the polling by the way for that um you want to talk about an extremely strong conservative um David Gregory is your man running for state senator. Uh, he's been talked about in the party in the state for some very high positions as well. Also, uh, be looking for him on social media. He's trying to uh, establish himself um, as a strong conservative uh, social media guy. Uh, by the way, he is the attorney, and we'll talk to him tomorrow about that got people their jobs back when they were fired for refusing to get the cupcake. He is the one that was perfect. Seven and O. Oh. So tomorrow we'll be talking uh, with David Gregory in studio and the success that he's having, taking on a lot of these big time issues across the country. Uh, in the meantime, Pro Joe's here. Good morning, Pro Joe. Hope you're doing well. Do you have time to set up your camera or not this morning? Or I can give it a shot, but I can't say. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see if there in the midst of every in the midst of everything else that's going on. If you can make it happen, great. If you can't, that's fine. Lots to get to as always. Uh, the Stricks, Kathy O. Big Stricks, Steve Strick coming in at eight thirty ish. We've got, there's a lawsuit that's been filed. Uh, Kathy is extremely concerned about this. Um, you know, from experienced realty partners, you're not going to find a better realtor with more experience throughout the St. Louis or Midwestern area than Kathy. Um, but she was definitely concerned about something that's going on. It's a class action commission lawsuit that it started in Missouri, uh, on Monday, just a few days ago. It's become headline news. Um, we're going to talk about how it could crush the real estate industry and put buyers in a lot of risk buying homes without any representation. It's something to be very concerned about. We're going to get into that. Also, uh, New Age uh, Health and Wellness, we're going to touch upon that. They've, they've got some big news with that. That is a business that is blowing up because people want to look better. They want to feel better. They want to be healthier. And if it's working, of course, people are going to continue to do it. So they are going to tell you about some things that are happening with that. Then coming up at 9.30, our Weed Wednesday segments, jumping back in I'm with Route 66. Uh, Hamid Hamra will be in with one of his general managers to talk about some specific products that are really insightful, really helpful to people uh, when it comes to putting you in a, in, a, in a better situation. Let's just put it that way. 
<laughs> it is our Weed Wednesday segment. We'll be doing that as well. Uh, this is cancel this, cancel the show.com, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time on our website, cancel the show.com. Uh, also, if you go to our website, check out our merchandise. I know that we had a lot of people buy some merchandise at first. We're grateful when you do because it helps us as well. Really cool quality stuff with cancel this. You go to our website, cancel the show.com. On the front page, you click a blue button, and it is the merch page, and it takes you there with hats. Uh, shirts, cups of all kinds, kind of like those, all kinds of options, as you can see. Very, very cool stuff put together by Derek Pratt and Inside Out Custom Designs. We've shown you some of the work he does, including our cool cornhole sets. As I take a drink of coffee. Um, anything else that's on your mind today, let us know. Be a part of the live cast because as we've done with this show from the start, um, we're not just a regular podcast. Um, we're live and we operate in a live fashion, just like you would from a radio standpoint, because we are the new medium. It's where this country and this world is moving to. And that's why we do what we do. Uh, it's very interesting. I was looking at stats yesterday too. I mean, closing in on a $5 billion industry for 2024, moving into 2025. What that means in regards to the companies, national brands, uh, believing in people like you, because when you join a podcast, um, you join it and it's kind of like your thing. Uh, you go to a podcast for a reason and advertisers are starting to realize that that's where you go. It's not with radio or local TV anymore. It is with podcast. And that's what we're trying to do here. Those national brands have started to realize and that's why we're grateful for you guys jumping in. But the industry is blowing up in regards to... Um, the marketing and, and the research that's coming out of that because podcast people, people are about 60% more likely to buy a product or jump on a product that is endorsed or used by the people that they trust and go to every day than they are than something that's just on local news. And the research is showing that if you're going to put your dollars anywhere from a marketing standpoint or promoting standpoint, you do it on a podcast. So anyway, we're grateful for everybody jumping in and supporting us as you do every day. Of course, for news, news headlines, politics, um, interviews of all kinds, business, cancel culture education, and a little bit wild and crazy on Fridays. Funny story. I'm getting all kinds of texts from our friend Kelly Mano. She is the social media star. Of course, she is all excited about the game of football now. She was a hockey girl. She's a hockey chick, as she said. Wrestling, hockey, that's what she knew. Well, and cheerleading. <laughs> well, now, because Nick Bosa, because she found him to be such a sexy hunk of a man who plays for the 49ers, and it was only because she was a Taylor Swift fan, and then, of course, her algorithm started taking her to Travis Kelsey, which then took her to Nick Bosa. Well, now, Joe, I know you're not a massive football fan, Mr. Pro Joe, but she'll send me stuff. She's like, wait a second. You mean there's a job where somebody just does a long snap and that's it? They snap the ball for extra points and they snap the ball for a punt and that's their only job and they can make hundreds of thousands of dollars? I'm like, yep. Then she sent me a picture last night with a helmet that was padded. It had padding on it. NFL players and college players, even high school, they'll wear pads around the helmet just to protect the head from incidental contact. So she's like, what are these big, poofy cushions on their helmets? So anyway, 
Uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, Derek, yes, she said she would follow you. She gets thousands of messages and she may have looked at you and thought that you were one of the creepers who sends her all of the creepy pickup line messages that we sent last week. So I would try again. Uh, Kurt, we'll send you a little information on the advertising for the show. We will do that. Um, I do think we'd be a good spot for you, Kurt, and we'll talk about that privately. Um, but I really do. It's worth a shot, at least, as I tell people, you got to give it three months. If you do, just to wait and see what's out there. And of course, we try to support our own, especially on this show, in regards to uh, our thoughts, our feelings, how we're trying to live our lives, and of course, the businesses that are all around. Tara says, yep, by the way, my son was a long snapper, freshman and sophomore years. We encouraged him to continue, but he prefers hitting people. Yes, there you go. Okay, guys, uh, that was a little bit lighter of the situations that are going on, what's coming up on the show. Um, I, I do need to hit these commercials really quick. Be patient with us. What are they, like two minutes, Joe? Yeah, about two and a half. Two and a half. When we come back, we're going to jump right into the situation in Israel um, because it's it's gone from bad to worse really fast. And um, we're at World War III. There's no doubt in my mind. I, I don't even know how all of this stuff could be coordinated with all of the leaders now. Uh, it's all hell. It's breaking loose. It's not getting any better. Um, my heart, and I'm a pretty hardcore dude, so, and I, I'm just, if you've gone through a lot of stuff in your life, it can, you have trauma. And I've gone through a lot of stuff in my life and trauma can make you hardened, but even, and where you can just deal with something and go, okay, whatever. But even watching images and families of loved ones who are still held hostage and people who are dealing with lost lives, I mean, and, and seeing people dying, even on the, the Palestinian slash Hamas side from hospital families where a hospital blown up just tears my heart up. Um, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. We're going to get back into it. Pack show right after this. Just take a look at our advertisers right now. And we'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Kathy Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. 
As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back in to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. Uh, Lizzie Sparks is with the mom at the hospital today, but she is online. Her mom fell, but Lizzie will be back tomorrow. Pro Joe in the house. Uh, and it would, who would think it would take a little uh, unfortunate incident of Lizzie's mom to maybe get Joe on camera for the first time. So you're working on that, right, my friend? Yeah, we got it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Joe. I love it. Okay. And we got you looking up there. I for, Oh, yeah. We got to put a, a... I've got a little cancel the sticker I can put in the back at, at some point in time, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Pro Joe, there he is. The man, the myth, the engineering producing legend right there. <laughs> so we've got him on the show. We'll work on a better camera angle on another day. Hey, guys. This is your show, your podcast, your live cast. And we are grateful if you have any questions, uh, comments, jump in there. People we should interview, things that we should be talking about. Jump in. The comment line is for you and for the others. Also, for those who are not listening live, they get a, a kick out of checking out the things. But you guys help make the live portion of this show go. Of course, most people uh, intake this show after it is live, 8 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, Central Time, of course. I uh, wanted to start in Israel this morning real quick because that's where we need to go with everything that's happened. Uh, bombing of a hospital, uh, unfortunately, in Gaza. Initially, Israel was blamed for it. 500 people dead. You've seen the reports, or at least around 500 people. Um, all kinds of harsh, and I mean harsh, harsh, harsh things were said against Israel, including Iran's president, saying that there's going to be harsh retaliatory tactics that are going to come out of this. You don't bomb anything when it comes to a civilian hospital. But, oh, guess what? Joe Biden even said it. He's over there. He said all intel, all evidence is now pointing to Islamic jihadist rockets that didn't hit their targets in Israel. And it happens quite a bit. There was a phone call that was intercepted between two jihadists saying that they screwed up, that they messed up, the targets were not hit, that it fell short. There was also not a crater in the ground at the hospital that would show a bombing. Instead, it was just a large fire. Um, so here's what happens. Um, this is warfare. And when you talk Hamas, when you talk Hezbollah, when you talk ISIS, when you talk any terrorist group, 
you can't think in a rational manner. Will people blow stuff up? Will people kill people to get messages out, to get a greater good? You better believe it, 100%. So Israel was being blamed. Um, our government is now on Israeli soil saying, yeah, this was Islamic Jihadist. It was not Israel. Israel also has video that they're providing through Al Jazeera that shows that it was not them. Yet, if you're somebody who has some sort of bad thought, bad taste about Israel, of course you're going to jump on that and say Israel did it. And it gives you a reason to be pissed. Um, Tara says the hospital is fully intact. It hit the parking lot. Um, if that is the case, and as Dayfall comes in, or it was, to show if there really were casualties or not, we'll start to see. Aaron says, I won't be surprised if the Hamas squad facilitates a terrorist attack here. Uh, I guess you were saying that in the United States, it disappeared from me. Islamic, yeah. Um, sorry, I lost that. It zipped because your comments are so fast. Sorry about that. And I'm by myself checking that out. Uh, Kathy says, we don't know who blew up the hospital. Uh, Jay says, war is ugly. We can't take the moral high ground. We bombed Berlin and dropped two atomic weapons on civilians. Yeah, I don't think that's the same as this situation. But yeah, I get it. And I agree with you, Jay. I do. Um, but at the same point in time, Iran is not talking with Joe Biden. They're, they have, they're, they're refusing to speak with Joe Biden. They're refusing to go with the United States. So any... Palestinians, once again, and there are Christian, I saw a video with a Christian Palestinian woman uh, upset to the ends that you guys in America don't get it. We don't back this. Well, you do when you back your government. Your government is now saying that the United States is siding with Israel, which means they're siding with Hezbollah, which means they're siding with Hamas or a terrorist group. This is going to escalate. It's not going anywhere, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and then now you have certain messages. You have certain evidence that's now showing that weapons uh, are being sent in from North Korea, from Iran. Of course, Iran, just put it this way. The fact that Iran supports these terrorist groups is no surprise. There's been evidence of it for years, but many Palestinians will tell you that that's not happening. There's so much evidence that shows that it is. And that doesn't mean that, oh, Vic's just going after them 100%. No, we have evidence. And anybody that is out right now trying to show support, just be, you cannot have these rallies all over the place when Israelis were butchered, raped, taken hostage, killed in their own homes. And then now the rallies all over. And these aren't just peaceful rallies. The things that are being shouted all across rallies throughout the United States, Chicago, Los Angeles, New York yesterday. It is unbelievable what is happening. Um, here's the other thing that we have a problem with right now. What's America's role going to be in this? Um, we already know that these sleeper cells are all throughout the United States. Uh, and it's interesting because Robert says the USA should not accept any refugees. And I was going to get to that. You're going to have refugees. Um, this is another part of this whole puzzle, the situation that we get into. Jordan, the president of Jordan, the king of Jordan, said that not only Jordan, but Egypt has also said they won't accept any refugees. Zero. Why do you think that is? They're sitting right there. They could provide all the humanitarian aid that these innocent people need. And they're like, not in our land. Why do you think they're refusing? 
Hmm. Donald Trump even tweeted yesterday out of the blue. Interesting. Why do you think that they're not accepting these people? His exact tweet from the standpoint when this all came out yesterday, it makes you wonder why, because the president or the former president said, I'm not accepting them. He's like, the United States should not accept them. And if you think, and this is once again, it's one of those heartstrings polls. Oh, well, we want to be loving and caring. And then you bring the poison with you to the United States. Not a good idea. They're already here and we want to bring more. I mean, you even had Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley wanting to bring, she has zero shot. She wants to bring all these refugees to the United States. She was campaigning on that. I'm like, did she go AWOL? Did she totally lose her mind like all the other people who run against Donald Trump? They just lose their mind. Um, Tara says these people do not want to assimilate. No, they don't. They come to the United States and they do what they do. Uh, nobody wants the terrorists, not even Jordan, not even Egypt, and they're in their backyard. They know better. They absolutely know better. Also interesting, Lizzie, even though she's not here in person, she is coming strong on the chat line today. If you're Jewish, think about this. If you're Jewish and you still have a BLM sign in your yard, the Black Lives Matter, you think it's time to take it down? Especially with all of Black Lives Matter support locally and nationally for Palestine. When Palestine does support Hamas, they do support Hezbollah. Um, it, it's pretty clear as day. It, it really is. And you start to see, yes, there are a small percentage of people in Palestine who do not want Hamas. They do not want the terrorist acts. They do not want Hezbollah. But the majority of those people do. They do. They are supporting Hamas because they hate Israel. And this goes all the way back as we have talked about so many times. Uh, Jay says, hey guys, 19 Iranians and 17 Syrians stopped at the border just since Monday. And those are the ones that got stopped. Think about all the other ones coming into this country. And at any time can be given a, a, the, the warning sign, given the go ahead, it's time. Think about that. Think about all of that stuff that's going on. Um, so you have a hospital blown up and I'm telling you right now, this is just the first. It's the first of a lot that's going to happen. Uh, I always try to keep things tempered. I try to bring facts to the table, try to deep dive, try to look at the next day. What's the next week? What's the next month look like? Maybe the next year. Um, right now when you're in it, it's difficult to think that something uh, would stop. I know it could. Um, Aaron also says, oh yeah, Vic, by the way, add those 19 to 30 in October that we know about. Middle Eastern, young men by themselves, war age, coming in through our borders. <sighs> Joe Biden's over there. Um, and, and it's interesting in that whole situation. Uh, Renee says that when Nikki was called out for what was on video, she still denied that she said that about the refugees. But she did. She shouldn't have said it. But once again, when you're losing, you have no hope of beating Donald Trump. You do desperate things. We've talked about that several times on this show. Uh, Addie says, hey, guys, a good point that she wanted me to bring up and bring out this morning was on Fox, it was made about the weapons being used. Many of them are made in machine shops that are not good quality. So it's no surprise that they fire, fire errantly at times. Yeah, no doubt about it. And Israel keeps account of that. The Middle East keeps account of that. Um, the news keeps kind of that. I mean, you were talking, they were talking about hundreds of these rockets are flying all the time. Imagine living in an area 
where rockets and missiles flying overhead, which is why Israel needed the Iron Dome, uh, just flying by on a typical day. You're hoping it's not going to get through. Um, so Joe's over there in Israel saying that we support Israel. Once again, we have 30 hostages unaccounted for. Uh, video was released yesterday of one from, from France, a, a, a young woman, Mia Shem, her French mom, live in absolute hell. Um, where Americans, Hamas has our hostages. They killed many or 30, they killed 30, and then they have at least 13 hostages, I believe. Where, where are those? Where, where's that again, Joe? Where are you talking about that? Um, if you have Israel's back, do you have Americans back? Um, he's still refusing to admit that Iran is backing these groups. At least Trump isn't. Trump's out there full go. You better believe Palestine is backing Hezbollah. They are backing Hamas. And that means Iran is a part of this hostage situation. It's not the first time they've taken American hostages either. Think about this. What are we doing? What is our government doing? What is Joe doing? And then I actually heard some Israeli woman from a TV station this morning thanking Joe Biden for being there. It means so much to the Israeli people and he's a strong leader. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I guess in times of war, you'll take any sort of support that you can possibly get, especially when you're in the Middle East and you have no friends. Um, Derek says, Vic, I just sent Joe a video. It's five minutes long. It explains a lot in the first 30 to 45 seconds. The rest gives biblical examples through scripture. Uh, yeah, I, I looked at, I watched your video yesterday. We'll try to get into that. The first couple, yeah, the first minute or so about Hamas. The word itself um, is pretty much evil, evil spirit. Literally, it is in Hebrew. Um, some of the things are just massive. Um, when it comes to evil spirit of Hamas versus Holy Spirit of God. No kidding. And it's biblical. Uh, once again, in Hebrew. Um, Jay says, deport all the college kids who support Hamas as well. Here's the thing. A lot of these kids, when it comes to their support of Palestine or occupation Israel, I don't blame them as much as I blame the professors and the teachers and the education system, which is why these Ivy League schools piss me off big time. Cornell. Oh, everybody talk Cornell, such a great... Screw you, Cornell. Have you fired your professor yet who is celebrating? And I don't care if it's one professor out of a thousand. You've got to make an example of that professor. At the start of the show, I hadn't seen that. If I'm wrong, let me know. But Cornell, allowing a professor to say he was giddy and joyful watching Israelis being slaughtered. And he's not the only one. Nothing. And it's happening all over the place. Check out this rally from New York City. And now the other thing that you have to consider, it's not only Hamas, ISIS is now embedded with Hamas as well. Believe that. And I know it may sound crazy, but you have ISIS individuals and individuals promoting ISIS as well with these rallies. This, this not from the Middle East. This not from Palestine area. This not from... Iran, New York City.
As they light joints with it. Fuck Israel! Stop it on the floor. Let me step on it. Let me run my Yeah, guys, just think about this. This is happening on United States soil. Now, I believe in your First Amendment right, but this is a question that needs to be broken down. This is, it's legal. But is it right? Does it? Does it give you an idea of what's happening in America to do whatever it is that you can possibly do to call this stuff out? But I can tell you this, if you want up or if you were out doing anti-rallies, these people would try to kill you. There is absolutely no, if given, if you turned your head because there was only hate in their heart, that is hate. You're going to burn an Israeli flag after they were all just butchered in that country? Really? That's what's going on. Chicago, New York. Everybody said, oh, it's so great. The United States is a melting pot. Is it? Is it? I still want to believe in the principle of the United States being a melting pot and it being our greatest strength is our diversity. But when you invite so many people from all over the world, number one, the country will change and that's great. That's fine. But number two, people don't, put America first. America is last. Their own cultures are put first. That's fine. You lose the fabric of what this country was built about. So nobody can say, oh, that's how this country was made. Yeah, when everybody came here, they put this country first. They weren't putting Germany first. They weren't putting Ireland first. They weren't putting Italy first. It was this country. It was the United States. Now it's not. It was a melting pot when... Uh, uh, when people were vetted before they came into the country. Now, this pot is on fire. Well said. Good to see you, Joe. Good to see you, Fred. <laughs> um, and this is the kind of stuff that does. It scares the hell out of me. And that's what they want. And I say scares the hell out of me because I know the resolve of certain American people. And we won't sit back. And we shouldn't sit back. And um, at some point in time, because so much crap has been led into this country and it's continued, especially in the last couple of years, um, last two to three years, so much has come into this country. Um, and of course, all on Joe Biden's watch that it's just a matter of time before something happens. Christopher says, you better read the Bible because this whole thing is biblical. Yeah, I know it is. Um, it, there's a lot of people who don't believe in the Bible and that's fine. You don't have to. Um, and you don't have to believe, I mean, and then of course, our, our, my Jewish friends, you don't know, believe in the Torah, which is the old Testament. They don't believe in the new Testament. Um, but this is biblical. The whole thing is biblical. Um, as the Bible says, Israel would become a nation again to mark the end of times. After that, it would set off a series of events. Israel became a country again or in 1948. They gained Jerusalem back in, I believe it was 67. And then that started what was to be next. All the countries coming against Israel in the final days. But in biblical times, God would protect them. So where are we? What happens? That's for people to decide. That's for people to uh, break down when it comes to a religious standpoint. It is interesting, though. A guy who I really like from a political standpoint, and he's Jewish, 
not to get too off track, but I wanted to show this Ben Shapiro. I'm sure a lot of people know who Ben Shapiro is. Um, he has shocked me though. Um, uh, he has friends who were suffered in this attack and I feel for him and his family, but he was on with Joe Rogan. Have you guys seen this? Have you seen how anti-Christ he is? Now, I know he's Jewish and Jews don't believe in Jesus' in Jesus's power of being the son of God, but look how far away from that that he actually goes. Um, just to give you an idea from um, Ben Shapiro, obviously, who's um, Jewish, but and his politics, I, I have agreed with a lot of what he said, but man, interesting with this when it comes to the, the Middle East as well point of view, or we don't believe in the divinity of Christ. I right. think that the, there you can make an argument that the the Gospels, which were written... He was just a signif prophet. In, right? signif no, no, no. We don't uh, even believe he was a prophet. What do you think he was? What do you guys I, think I, I mean, I, what, I, what do I think he was historically? I think he was a Jew who tried to lead a revolt against the Romans and got killed for his trouble, just like a lot of other Jews at that time who were crucified mm. for trying to lead revolts against the Romans and got killed for their trouble. So he became legend and story, and it became a bigger and bigger deal as time yeah, went on. Yeah, he had on. a group of followers, and then mm. that gradually grew, and then... Do you think there he was, was resurrected? A, no, that's not that's not a, a Jewish belief. Okay, I just want to check. Yeah, no, we're we're not into <laughs> you're not we're into not the miracle stories. No, that's, that's no? Not, no. You don't have any miracles? No, not 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 by Jesus. Right? No? There there ones but in the, the Old Testament. Ones? Yeah, you've got Moses splitting the sea and all that. What do you think happened there? What do I think happened there? Yeah. Well, I'll go with the Maimonidean explanation that there was. A, I mean, it says in the Bible there was a strong east wind. Uh, so there's a naturalistic explanation for a physical phenomenon. Which point of view, where we don't believe in the divinity of Christ. I right. think that the, there you can make an argument. And there you can make a you can make a little. <laughs> Lizzie just said, "Vic, I'm glad you're voiced." Well, you know, we don't believe in any. I can't even do his voice. I don't know. I'd have to practice that one. Uh, that's fine from the chat line. And I thought it might get some interesting thoughts, some comments. Um, uh, Vic Ben's an Orthodox Jew. Of course, he doesn't believe in Jesus. It wasn't even just believing in Jesus. But I've talked to Jewish friends of mine um, who at least believed he was a prophet. <laughs> He's like, whatever you say. Um, I Kathy's, thought that was a pretty good impression, just saying. Really? Yeah. Okay, good. We'll practice on A little that. work, but you know. Um, but once again, this, and the reason I play that again is just to show when it comes to people's feelings, when you look at biblical prophecy, when you look at what's going on, um, because then, of course, you have terrorist groups and Palestinians that feel that they're entitled to something. So what does this mean for everybody? Number one, uh, you've got refugees. Egypt and Jordan are not letting them in. Where are they going to go? What's going to happen? Don't think for a second, don't think it was a second that um, there's not going to be casualties all over the place when it comes to this war. And don't think for a second the terrorist group won't hurt their own to try to gain messages with the media. This is how they operate. I was watching Fox News this morning and Trey Yinkst on the ground in, in near Gaza said, that they have contact with Hamas. They have a Hamas media department that calls them and told them, oh, our hospital's been blown up and it was the Israelis. So they literally are speaking with a media department that is putting out propaganda stories about what's happening to them and their people. So now you have a war that's not only playing out on the streets, you have a war that plays out in the media and then you've got countries that have politics that they have to play by, and they have to operate in certain situations as well. So you've got uh, no Middle East leaders who are meeting with Joe Biden as he's in Israel. He is with Benjamin Netanyahu, and that is it. So where does that leave us? 
What is Israel going to do? Will the United States be forced into this somehow, some way? Um, as Israel begins their offensive, as they're do going to do this in the south, will they be pulled into the north with Hezbollah? Don't think for a second that this is not coordinated between all the terrorist groups, that it's not coordinated from a standpoint with what you have going on with Iran. So we break that stuff down. We try to get to the bottom of it. And it's sad because this is the kind of thing that's happening. Um, will it divide Americans? Will it put Americans all together? Um, the one thing that's scary that you see is over and over and over, why is it happening at these, quote, institutions of higher learning where these hardcore anti-Israel, pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas situations are. So, Joe, I'm trying to give our young kids a pass. And I'm trying to give our young kids a pass for the people <clears throat> that are on the chat line. But parents, it's up to us. You can't send your schools to these institutions of quote, higher learning and not say anything. Where is the leadership at these Ivy League schools? Harvard, Dartmouth, Columbia, or we had, was it Columbia? I can't remember if it was Columbia. Um, and then, of course, Cornell. These professors not being fired, being allowed to say whatever the hell that they want. Um, you also had, uh, I can't remember if it was at Cornell or where it was, um, Jewish students putting up pictures of the hostages. And they're getting ripped down getting ripped down video of a kid being punched in his face after putting up an Israeli hostage. And all it said was kidnapped their name and their age. Um, and, and we're trying to deal with all of that when it comes to the propaganda that's put out there. Um, yes, Jeannie, you're right. I heard that donors, some donors are pulling their donations to these colleges. Uh, we all know that money speaks very, very loud. And that's what you have to do. You have to pull money and you have people are doing that. You also have um, you had a couple billionaire hedge funds refusing to hire any of these kids, kids that were associated with rallies against Israel. Once again, there's a time and a place to say what you want to say. Right now is not the time to be doing that. Uh, it is Wednesday and we check in with our good friends, uh, Kathy and Strict. Kathy Elbig Strick, Steve Strick, uh, Experienced Realty Partners for Kathy, 314-276-SOLD, New American <laughs> Funding with Steve Strick, powered by Score Mortgage. Guys, good morning. Um, I, I, morning. I take, uh, and of course, New Age Health and Wellness, newagehealthwellness.com, newagehealthwellness.com. Um, we'll get into that. We bring you in with all of that. I mean, you guys- Heavy. Yeah, it is heavy, and it's yeah. a heavy time. And yeah, it is. We try to come up with other topics and, and go through some of those things. I mean- you see it. Do you talk about that with your daughter who's in Chicago? I mean, oh, she yeah. she's in the, I mean, some of the, the first rallies were held in Chicago where she is, probably on the streets below where her apartment is. Well, exactly. I, <clears throat> she actually came home this last week and I was glad with all the possible terrorist threats that they were talking about in the big cities. And, <clears throat> you know, she, she started going to Ladue schools when she was in sixth grade. And our, that part of town and those schools in particular are a little more on the liberal side. And so. And Jewish, she, though. And Jewish, aren't, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, but like I remember her, you know, she doesn't see color. She didn't grow up that way. She's, she's very accepting of everybody. And she would come home with her Black Lives Matter masks on. Yeah, but she's such a sweet girl. She's such a sweetheart because she, she thought it was about color. 
really. And so she was also going to bat mitzvahs. Yeah, she yeah, was. Her friends grade, bat mitzvahs, and she asked. To I go. went to bat mitzvahs went, growing up yeah, in Creve Corps. Went to synagogue, <laughs> and she was like exploring her "What are we?" type thing, you know. And uh, but no, when she came on this week, I'm like, please don't pull out that Black Lives Matter mask anymore. Like, you need to understand. This is what I was saying years ago that she didn't want to hear. That, that there's really other agendas, not just the, about skin in that organization. And so, you know, she kind of, you could tell she like rolled her eyes underneath the surface a little bit, but was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But, you know, I think I think we are going to see, I hope that we see a shift in, in people now with just jumping into things without really knowing what the background is of some of these organizations, so... No, that's a great we point that you bring of up. Conversation for sure. I, I'm assuming that you guys saw what Black Lives Matter was promoting all over yes. the country. Well, right. I fought, saw it first broke out in Chicago. That's was like, oh, mm -hmm. we got to talk like right now. So. And that's where it did. It yeah. started the messaging from Black Lives Matter yeah. supporting, and that's the the gray area mm -hmm. is well, we support Palestine. Well, most Palestinians do support Hamas and Hezbollah and don't look at them as terrorist organizations. But all evidence that we've always seen is yes, Iran is supporting the groups, and then of mm -hmm. course. It's impossible, almost it, it, in this day and age. It's it's almost impossible to be Palestinian and not support yeah. Hezbollah or Hamas more than Israel yeah. because you've been brought up right. to hate Israel. Is Israel? I'm sorry, right. uh, Israelis hate the other side as well, or at least yeah. they say they're trying, but because mm -hmm. of so much bloodshed, because of so much war, because of so much so horrible I've, feelings. My mother, I grew up super Christian. My mother actually loved, we're not Jewish, loved the Jewish people for whatever reason. She actually studied Hebrew. Um, <laughs> Love you know, it. And uh, she, I, re I remember her talking about these days coming, like this was going to happen and the end times and all of the prophecies in the Bible. So I've been bringing up to people a little bit here and there. I'm like, this has all been prophesied in the Bible. It's we were just talking about really that. Ironic. It is. Yeah. If you believe in the Bible, it is. And it's clear as day. It's black yeah, and white. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, What's really ironic is Kathy grew up in Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> that's where yeah. Black Lives Matter actually right. started back in, <laughs> kind what was of, that, yeah. 2006? Yeah. Well, we talked, I mean, you joked about, you know, not joking, joking, kind of not joking, um, end right. times, end of the world. My gosh. Uh, we, we talk real estate. And mm -hmm. when you brought to my attention this lawsuit, Man. is this something you've brought up before? You've talked I've about brought that it, it up a coming. couple times before, but I think <laughs> can you set the stage for our viewers and listeners yeah, what is happening? And is it just in the state of Missouri? No, no, no it's, no, no. it's okay. a, it will be a national. People listen stage. up to this, and so I don't understand people. I don't think people understand the enormity of what is happening right here in our home state right now. It started on Monday, so. Background is <laughs> what that called, means is, is the hearing is actually yeah, in Kansas hearing. City right now. Yeah. So the background is there is a lawsuit that was filed that turned into a class action lawsuit, one of two, and the first one is called um, Sitzer Burnett versus the National Association of Realtors. So what it is is that a a home seller and a bunch of attorneys got the idea to go sue the National Association of Realtors for back listing commissions for when they sold their house because they feel that it is, it is a violation of the Antitrust Act to have the seller pay the total commission, which then compensates the buyer's agent. So this 
was was filed. It grew into a class action lawsuit, which the, has then now spurred into two class action lawsuits, the second of which will be next year out of Chicago. <clears throat> and so the trial started this week. Basically, what it would do, and we've already had two people settle. So it, it was against the National Association of Realtors, Keller Williams, Remax, Anywhere, which is the parent, used to be called Realogy, which is the parent company of Century 21, Sotheby's, Global Banker, like all, all those big brands. And then also um, uh, BH&G, uh, not BH&G. Uh, Berkshire. Yeah, what's their parent company? Uh, Home Services of America. Okay. So the parent company of Berkshire Hathaway and some other uh, companies. So Anywhere and Remax settled a couple of weeks ago for the tune of like $85 million dollars close to that for each of them. But on the line is about $4 billion is what they're, is what they're going for. The whole point is <clears throat> what? I'm getting there. Oh. So the whole point is, if they win, they, they're trying to eliminate buyer agent compensation being paid by the seller. So that would put the um, obligation of a buyer to hire a real estate agent and pay the real estate agent fees out of their pocket, which is not something right now that you could consider a closing cost that can be rolled into your mortgage. So it would be an additional out-of-pocket cost. So the National Association of Realtors is fighting it hard because they feel like we just started buyer agency like in the end of the 1990s. They feel like it's gonna roll back agent or buyer protection or consumer protection by a hundred years because it's going to take away their ability to have a fiduciary that works for them on their behalf because they some of them won't either choose to afford it or can't afford it. So then you're looking at that buyer is going to then be obligated to work with the listing agent who then is representing and the fiduciary is to that seller. So to me, I feel like the attorneys have jumped on board to try to get this because it's going to spur all kinds of lawsuits again when you don't have buyer protection and you have one agent that's doing the deal that's representing the seller and the buyer then later will come back and, and feel like there was non-disclosure issues, there was impartiality in the, in the negotiations they were taken advantage of, which is going to spur a whole bunch of lawsuits again and then we're going to be back oh my in a God. bunch of mess. What, do, you, do you think this is government driven at all? Yes, the Department of Justice is also involved. Why the hell is the Department of Justice exactly. getting involved here? What What's the end game? Because they're, of the Sherman Antitrust Act. They're basically unraveling the industry. Yes. Right now. Okay. So like, we, this is this is epic. It's, shit. it's huge. I'm gonna right? act it's like huge. Eric, but why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would they be doing this? Because what is the feeling that that the because of the 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 they basic don't feel ways that it's that, fair that the, yeah. the seller is having to pay both the sides compensation, of the commission. The um, compensation background of, of NAR coming into place and creating buyer agency and then saying total commission has to be, if you're going to be, here, here's this, if you're going to put your house into the multiple listing service, all of those listing services are part of the National Association of Realtors, even Zillow, guys. So all of those houses that go on there have to go by the National Association of Rules. And the rules is that you agree to cooperate and compensate 
other agents. So that way, you're not hiding listings in your pocket, which are called pocket listings, which is the unscrupulous days back in the day. You had agents doing that. I've got a great listing coming. Guess what? I'm not going to tell a bunch of people because I'm going to spend time picking up the phone and see if I can find the book. Of course. So I can keep the whole amount of money. That's when National Association came in and said, no, this is not fair for the consumers. We are going to force you to cooperate. You can't hide a listing. You need It is best for the consumers that the most people possible know about it. So we're going to make sure that we're going to put these rules into place. They came up with the Code of Ethics, which is a whole other set of thing, rules that we have to follow to be part of the National Association of Realtors. And that is where it all came from with splitting the commissions. Now, what people don't understand Steve, can I interrupt is, you really quick? Yeah. Steve, would this be happening under Donald Trump? <laughs> this would absolutely <laughs> no, not be okay. Not be okay, Kathy, thank you. go ahead, <laughs> yeah, Kathy. Sorry. So what I just... people don't understand is that there isn't a set minimum that you have to compensate. And it's been the rule all along, although you hardly ever saw it happen. The rule had been you have to provide at least a compensation of 0.01%, which is basically nothing. Now, industry standards has been you split the commission close to 50-50, or in some states it's, it is 50-50, but you don't have to, the seller isn't forced to do that. It is a marketing choice that they have made over the past years to compensate yep. at a certain amount. So, can so a, let's say there's a 6% commission. Paid by the seller. Paid by the seller. So the seller hires the listing agent at a 6% rate. If another agent has the buyer for the property, then the listing agent splits that 6% or close to it, let's say it's 3%, with the buyer's agent. So the buyer is now able to purchase the house with their commissions included without having to come out of pocket to why, pay their buyer agent. Why does the listing agent split their commission with other agents out In there? In order to encourage agents to come sell the house exactly. because they're going to get paid. Hmm. Because a lot of buyers... So it's driving more people to buy that home. Correct. Heather and Chris say, it you works. will own nothing and be happy. That's right. <laughs> yes. What the new world order is yes. all about. I can't imagine. Here's the thing. The system's worked for a long time. It's so damn time. confusing, too. Right. right. And, and so Steve and it's, I watched it was on, what is it, CNBC? CNBC, CNBC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, crap, I'm confused listening to this. Yeah. Trying, I got a text from a friend yesterday. He goes, if you're at home, turn on CNBC. I turned it on and my jaw dropped. Mm-hmm. Because the head attorney. Yeah, there's a head attorney out of Kansas City right now, and he just made zero sense. He kept saying, you know, that, that buyers are getting ripped off. Yeah. And it's bullshit because if you think about it like this, and I, Kathy is the expert here. I am not the expert in this. <clears throat> if you think about it and he's saying, well, the buyers are getting ripped off. How are they getting ripped off? The first time that you buy a house, you get a free ride. Basically. Right? We you don't have say, to pay. We can't say free anymore. Right. Well, I can say free ride all I <laughs> you want. Go, you go right ahead. So <laughs> when you buy a house, you don't have to pay a commission right now. When you sell the house, you have to pay the commission. It's fair. You enter yes. the market for free, you exit, and you pay the fee. Mm -hmm. Now, nobody's getting ripped off because everybody entering the market gets a free ride. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it makes zero but, sense. But it's here's, funny. here's it's the funny. scary part to me because I've been following this. The scary part? I've already heard it's the scary, scary part. It's all scary, scary, man. But it's in the hands of nine jurors right now. Vic, it's scary. So listen to this. Nine Kansas City, Missouri nine jurors? Nine Kansas City, Missouri jurors are deciding the future of our industry, the real estate industry. Yes. They started with a jury pool of 80. They said it's the largest jury pool outside of a capital case they've ever had. They started with 80. 
They immediately had to dismiss anybody that had sold a home in the past because they're going to have a bias, right? So they got it down to nine people, majority of which are not homeowners, and a couple of them are. They're deciding the future of what happens in real estate and compensation. It's okay, crazy. again, bringing somebody and in I'm, that knows nothing yes. about it. Who is, rep- who is representing it. real estate? Uh, well, yeah, the Keller Williams attorneys are there. The uh, Berkshire Hathaway attorneys are there. Are these national attorneys? Yes. Yes. But how is that a jury of your peers if there's no real estate agent? Let me me put a shot for CNBC, guys. Do not put Josh Flagg on as your realtor. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. He's like, well, let me give you an example. If you're buying a $5 million home versus an $8 million home. Josh Flagg from uh, Bravo? Yes. It it, it did not relate to anyone. It was such a bad choice for him to give the realtor side of things. No, but what I'm saying is, how is that a jury of your peers if there's nobody who's even sold a house on that jury? Well, there's a couple but, but the majority of them were not homeowners, correct? That would talk about bullshit. Oh my god! Yeah. So was Josh Flagg they for this? No, no, he's protecting no, he's the, the realtors. Yeah. But he didn't make the best arguments because he's kind of like yeah, I know out there. But as if far you as heard this attorney's arguments, it sounded like it was, he was in second grade. Well, California like, Sunshine will do that no, to you. The and Wall Street New York Journal and, wrote some article Monday calling real estate agents the cartel. They're, they're, and the and the. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're like, we're going to break up this cartel, you know, and that's what this attorney was saying, too, as well. Like, think about how many real estate agents have given their lives <laughs> for this industry. Yeah. They're literally cannibalizing it right now mm-hmm. or trying to anyways. And if this if you don't think this is going to affect the housing market, seven even renters more. Somebody oh even God. said we may as well take the housing market out backside outside the shed and just forget about it, because now they're attacking the industry when we're already in. A, a terrible market. So. Well, in regards to this, people, I mean, you know, when you listen to us, um, you already know that Kathy is by far the best realtor throughout the Midwest. I mean, you're not going to find anybody better, especially in St. Louis with experience. Agree. Um, if you're doing anything, give her a call, give her team a call, uh, tell them you love them. You listen to them on cancel this 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD for our viewers. You can see the number on the screen as well. Steve, also a wealth of knowledge, has put his own cell phone out there with New American uh, funding powered by Score Mortgage. His number, 314-374-0770. Because of the things that are going on, there has never been more of an opportunity for you to talk to people like Kathy and Steve and... There's never been more of a, a, a being forced into a situation where you absolutely need to talk to people. You can't do anything yeah. by yourself, uh, especially right now, because there are people who still need to work with real estate transaction, yeah. transactions yeah. and mortgages, yeah. despite what the industry looks like right well, now. Think about who it's going to hurt first. The people that need representation the most. Yeah. The people that can't afford. Okay, is this where I bring in BlackRock? <laughs> I mean, it's our sure. weekly. It's our weekly black. We actually we had a question. A song, like bash black rock. <laughs> no, we had a question. Kathy and Steve, are you seeing single-family homes still being purchased up by BlackRock? Yes, of course. Yes, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. They're saying uh, mm-hmm. by 2030, 60 percent of them are going to be owned by Vanguard, State Black Street. Rock. Holy Vanguard shit! 60 percent. Yeah. At this rate, 60 yeah. percent of single-family homes are going to be owned by those three companies. Yeah. And those three companies are owned by one Aye. company, and they own 89% of the S&P 500. Who is that? I mean, that's State all... State Street, BlackRock, hey guys, and Vanguard. that's all part of end-time predictions, too, that we'll all rely on the government. 
We'll get to the point where you're all reliant on the government. When we can't buy homes anymore because if somebody else owns them and you have to rent. Uh, 314-276-SOULS. Sell to no. an individual. Don't sell to the institution. No, you guys are a wealth of knowledge. I mean, and, and you're honest. I mean, you don't yeah. give some story that's not true. Yeah. Um, you're direct with these uh, situations that we're dealing with. I did find it. I'm going to send you guys. I found that guy uh, on TikTok. Where he's showing his predictions. He's a real estate guy. Oh yeah. At the demise of Florida. I'll I'll Okay. And I've been watching him now for two weeks. It was an article that was posted from a uh, a social media site, but then I looked it up and I found him. I'm like, holy shit. What's he's, he saying? Um and, and I'll send it to you, but his latest was he said, go to because he's he's very frustrated with the market and mm -hmm. he predicted the demise of Florida, which is happening. Mm -hmm. He said, look at last year's total or look at what the sales for September, October are in any city in America. Mm -hmm. He's like, double it and then compare it with last year mm -hmm. and look at where the totals are from the amount of sales that's going. I mean, he's just predicting the demise of yeah. Florida. He's like, yeah. everywhere. There are now homes open in Florida where everybody was apparently flocking mm -hmm. to. And now you have tons of opportunities to buy houses, but the interest rates are up. Lots yeah. of property and the prices are falling. Yeah. Well, also keep in mind, think about an industry that's going to be destroyed. So you talk about <sighs> jobs and everything else. I saw a headline yesterday. I, I just said, don't, I can't even imagine. I mean, yeah. it's. They said they predict if this, if they win this case, that they predict. If who wins the case? The, if, if this class action is in clouds. favor of the plaintiff, then they expect one million real estate agents will leave the business by the end of this year. There's three million total. Can you repeat that? So the prediction was, if the winner is, if, they, if the plaintiff wins this case and they do away with buyer compensation being built into the listing, that one million realtors will leave the industry by the year end, because we have to renew every December 31st. They got to renew the boards. We've already seen people move away from the National Association of Realtors, so there's already a huge shakeup in the industry and we're already seeing agents drop their license It'd be as about it is. probably 35 percent of the yeah. industry i out inst what would, instantly would that okay because you can't make any money you no, can't make buy any side money. agents yeah i mean there, there's leads that come in from buyers <laughs> yeah. if you can't get those and you can't get paid on right. it what's the point so i mean there'll, there'll be something creative i'm speechless i don't even know what to say mm -hmm. i'm just I was actually lost for words last I, night yeah i feel like yeah, i've been run over depressing. a truck with your words so watching, it was depressing after watching that yeah, cnbc well you know i mean here's it's it's life is about adjusting especially yeah. within your business but at the same point in time for the whole entire industry to just that's so i mean that built america mm -hmm. right yeah right and then think about what it's going to do to the mortgage industry so these mortgage people have relationships with buy side agents because that's where our business comes from. And now those buy side agents are taken out of the equation. So now the mortgage people have to reinvent the wheel, start working with the listing agents or go consumer direct, which then is a complete mess. Somebody asked what percent left yeah, this year. Yeah, please. I think, yeah. Now I don't have, I didn't verify this, but I've seen the number float around in different articles saying about 60,000 left the, the real estate market this year. Um, so whatever percentage that is of the 3,000, I don't know. 
I mean, three million. That's not that much. Okay, one question about that lawsuit that I didn't have a chance to ask and you sure. didn't address yet. What are we looking at from a time perspective on a, on a decision? Uh, they're looking being at made. a verdict. I believe it was by November seventh or sixteenth, early early November. Okay, so that's we're talking November. weeks. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I know you guys are. I'm watching gonna go try it. to sit in on a, a day next week. We're gonna be up in Kansas City for a couple of days. I'm gonna sneak out and try. Could to you lie? Can you lie? Can you? I'm gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> you just. Yeah. 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 yeah man. <laughs> just just wear a, a tight shirt. Yeah. and have no a sign no sure. yeah. <laughs> um, real quick so you guys will you be in Kansas City next Wednesday yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is it for that trial no no we're there or, he's there for something else I'm there as his little side piece so we'll be able to so check I'm gonna it. go to court so we'll be able to check in with you next Wednesday yeah yeah yeah, we can do it. Uh, I'm wondering, we'll maybe do it, from the courthouse. We do it from the steps. Maybe from the courthouse. From the it would courthouse. be interesting to do it from the courthouse. That would be. Maybe yeah. we'll get over there and do it from there. You're gonna, wow. but you'll end up getting a national TV job somehow, <laughs> some way. With, I, I promise you, that's what will happen, Kathy, because you're too yeah. good at this. I don't think I tried to reach out to some of my reporter friends. Nobody's even responding. Like nobody understands the enormity of this. Have you contacted the local news people yeah. too? And they're not even doing anything. No, they don't even respond. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, I won't go down that path. Let's end on a more positive note. Can you guys talk about New Age Health Wellness, which you guys got going on, by the way? (laughs) NewAgeHealthWellness.com. Why do you guys look at each other? Did I get, did I say something wrong? No, we're laughing no. because now he gets to talk. Cause it's positive. I was like, no, no, it's this is all positive. It is all positive, man. Uh, New age is going well. We're changing a lot of lives every single day. Uh, Lizzie's not here today, but she looks great. She yeah, newagehealthwellness.com, newagehealthwellness.com. We've got a lot of people coming in and giving testimonials. I think we're going to uh, maybe do the show from there one day. Yeah, we, you know, not necessarily the show. We'll be there. You, you know, I want to show people the insides and just kind of what happens and how that. easy this is and, yeah. and results because you guys are succeeding and you wouldn't be adding stores if, number one, what you were doing wasn't good. Number two, people weren't getting success and a lot of people seeing the results that they want, which is why it's like we try to bring good things on the show and yeah. talk to people mm-hmm. um, who get to know you, who who trust us and know that we're bringing products and people and things that make sense. And you guys are doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be opening in Lake St. Louis. I know I've been saying that, but Lake St. Louis is, is a go. And then we've also have uh, Doherty Ferry and Big Ben, which is technically Valley oh, wow. Park, but it's right there by De Pere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those areas are going to be opening within the next. I hadn't month. heard about that store. It's yeah, brand new. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Do you that know where the corner find. pub is? Yes. Yeah. So it's in the same center. Okay. Yeah, so great right location. There. And then uh, we've got one going on in Kansas City in the Overland Park area and then possibly Fenton too. So those are all going to be live by June mm-hmm. of next year. Mm-hmm. Wow. We've got to, we've got to uh, pivot just in case this real estate thing doesn't work out. Yeah. Well, you know, it's what a great way to end it because here's the thing: you guys have worked your asses off. That's right. You've been super successful in what you've done, and at the same point in time, you've been able to start and go down another path. Not easy. Tons of time. Tons of money. Tons of work. Lots of headaches. Lack of sleep because nothing good is easy. I've learned that starting this business. That's right. Um, But at the same point in time. You could see it and it's like, listen, we've been successful, but we can't be lazy. We can't sit back and be comfortable. Mm-hmm. We've got to continue to adjust. And my heart, I mean, number one, I feel for all of us, um, but I do feel for you, Kathy, because I know you and it's like, oh my God, you built this business mm-hmm. in an industry yeah. and they're basically saying F you yeah. to- six years yeah. she's been in it. I mean, it's just like, my God. And 
Steve, once again, would this be happening if Donald Trump was president? Hell no. I mean, oh, God. Let's well, get him back. Let's get him mm-hmm. back. Well, we look forward to catching up with you guys again next week uh, from Kansas City. By the yes. way, New Age Health Wellness, it's NEU, yes. newagehealthwellness.com, newagehealthwellness.com. Um, look them up. Tell them you heard about them on Cancel This. You listen to them when it comes to your health, getting your blood checked to make sure that that engine is going to be just fine for you, that you feel as good as you possibly can with this life that you've been given. And then, of course, when you talk about real estate, 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. If you have any questions about what Kathy's talking about, anything, give them a call. I mean, they're there for you. She still has a team there. Uh, Steve is there as well. He has put his phone number out with New American um, Funding. It's all there for you to get whatever experience that you need. Once again, uh, if you need to talk to Steve, you can give the Experience Realty number a call, but you can also call Steve at 314-374-0770. Guys, thank you so much for joining thank us today. Thanks, Vic. By the oh, way, man. you guys are awesome people. I mean, you guys, as individuals, oh, thank you, you are. I mean, you've supported this show. You supported me. Um, you've helped me out. So I just love to see your honesty with everything coming through, trying to help everybody else as well. Absolutely. That's who we are. All right, Kathy and Steve, we'll see you guys later. Kathy Big Strick, Steve Strick. Um, We're going to be following that, especially find out what's happening next week when it comes to the whole situation regarding uh, the industry. Um, But we want to try to get ahead of things. That's what we try to do here on Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. I'm Vic Faust. Um, Lizzie Sparks is on the chat line today. She is with her mom today, who unfortunately had a fall. And of course, a lot of us know what that's like when your parents or loved ones or grandparents um, fall and get hurt. That's kind of what happens, and that becomes an issue and a problem. Um, Also, um, so we're thankful for their supporting here. 314-276-SOLD. Also, Complete Auto Body Repair. Complete Auto Body Repair. Curtis Parks and his team, we thank them for their sponsorship here. If you're going to be doing anything with your car, give Curtis and his crew a call. Let them know you heard about them on Cancel This. They'll take care of you. Once again, it's Complete Auto Body Repair. That's CompleteAB.com. Once again, CompleteAB.com. They're also looking to hire people. They're a massive company throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. They also own tow truck companies. They're looking for technicians, mechanics of all kinds. They have seven climate-controlled conditions, uh, facilities, so you're comfortable while you're working as well, and being paid as well as you're going to find anybody else. Also, you've got sales positions open. You've got human resource positions open. Um, If you're looking to work in a great environment where people love their job. They love what they do. They look forward to going to work. You go to completeab.com. Also, Strategic Air Services. They're always looking for pilots. That's strategicairservices.net, where we broadcast live out of the St. Louis, Missouri area at Spirit Airport. Um, They're always looking to hire people. They're also the best when it comes to luxury flying, when it comes to private flying, whether you work for a company and you need to get somewhere pretty quick, your company gets you out, you don't have to deal with TSA. You go on a day trip, a two-day trip, you come back. If you're flying with a group of people, maybe it's a sporting event, it's a concert, it's a one-day trip, uh, you'll, you'll be shocked when you can see some of the prices that you can fly to places for when you have multiple people flying as well. Once again, that is complete uh, auto body and repair and strategicairservices.net. And also coming up as we continue our Weed Wednesday segment, we've got Route 66. 
Um, they're coming in at about 9.30 to focus on a couple of products that can help you as well. People asked for a company that would be out in the St. Charles County area, the Western St. Louis County area. And of course, we've got that for you as well. And of course, as we promoted in the beginning of the show, our merchandise store, coffee, hats, shirts, more. You go to canceltheshow.com on the front page. You click on the merch site and you can see the merchandise that we have there for you. Tons of selections. Uh, lots of people like those hats, those shirts. The cups have been big sellers as well. All of that for you. And you can jump in and and see what might be there for you. Uh, once again, this is Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Projo in the house as well. Um, we do have an issue uh, when it comes to the Speaker of the House situation with Republicans. Um, it's interesting because um, we're literally starting to see all kinds of crap come down with Republicans. We've talked about this before. Jim Jordan was supposed to fly through yesterday. Then he didn't. Then in his first vote, he didn't even have more votes than Kevin McCarthy had when he got ousted. So what are Republicans doing? Um, why is this happening? Um, what, what, where is this going? Um, just check out this from yesterday too. I found this was interesting. Um, as the vote was taking place, um, there is a representative, um, Bacon. Um, he did not vote for <laughs> Jordan. I think he voted for McCarthy and Brian Kilmeade got caught with a hot mic from Fox news, uh, calling him a curse word. Um, check this out of what happened with Brian Kilmeade. Do we have that ready to go yet? Um, for, uh, was that sent yesterday? Maybe? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Brian Kilmeade um, <laughs> gives his opinion of the vote that's going on. And if anybody thinks that Brian Kilmeade is some liberal hack, uh, he's a Fox hack, uh, think again, because it was clear he wanted Jim Jordan. And most Republicans feel as if it's time to bring Jim Jordan in. Why do we have sellouts? Why do we have holdouts in the Republican Party? Is it because they're bought and paid for? Is it because they're fake liberals? Um, it'll make you... Here's Brian Kilmeade giving a, uh, a, a quote, so to speak. Jordan. Auchincloss. Jeffries. Jeffries. Babin. Jordan. Bacon. McCarthy. McCarthy. Dumbass. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> okay, that was Brian Kilmeade, Fox Morning News anchor, <laughs> calling him a dumbass for voting uh, for somebody other than uh, Jim Jordan. <laughs> Brian, I love it. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I was wondering if anybody else had seen that and, and what happened, but literally call him a dumbass. And that, I'm sorry. When Lizzie comes back, and I know she's online, we can talk more about it. There's going to be a second vote for Jim Jordan as Speaker of the House today. I think it's scheduled for 11 o'clock Eastern time, 12 o'clock Central. I mean, over 50 people did not vote. Over 50 Republicans did not vote for Jim Jordan. I mean, seriously, what the hell is going on in the Republican Party over there? My, my, my feeling on this whole situation is they went, okay, you're going to take your ball and go home, um, Matt Gates. You're going to play all this politics stuff? Well, watch us turn it upside down on your ass for doing this in the first place. You want to make a show? You want to grandstand? Watch us. We're going to grandstand as well. And guess what? All is fair in politics. All is fair. And 
it, it, I'm sorry, this whole thing is just making Republicans look stupid. Will it get enough votes today? Man, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Lizzie says, I wonder if that was a planned hot mic. I don't think so. I don't think so. Kevin says it's clear that votes are for sale. Well, why not? If politics have opened it up for lobbyists, for PACs, why not? I'm going to get some of mine. I'm going to get while the getting's good. Something's going on. And the Democrats are just laughing their asses off. Hakeem Jeffries, uh, the Democrat, was getting tons of votes. Not anything from the Republican Party. And then Jay says, oh, Matt Gates, nothing to say suddenly after grandstanding for a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I, I see. Greg calls the Republicans dumb, dumber, and dumber-er-er. I, I could not agree anymore with what's going on from that standpoint. I, I hate it all with what's happening. Um, gosh, I wish I could find somebody sent me and I can't find it. I don't know where it is. Um, a, a, and I follow her online, Laura Loomer, but I can't find what was sent to me. I wish that I could find it, but I don't see it right now. Oh, here it is. And I've, I've read some, well, no, it's not. Damn, 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 damn. Give me a second here. Um, Laura Loomer. Yeah, here it is. I follow her on Twitter. Um, and, and I think she's fantastic. And she kind of sums it up. She's like, after I vote for President Trump in the primary and the general in 2024, I'm leaving the Republican Party. I hate the Republican Party, to be honest. And this is a Republican. And it's because of all this bullshit. And I know Lizzie and I go round and round on, I hated this from the start. I didn't think it was good. Uh, unless a Jim Jordan came in, but even after all of this crap, it still leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Hopefully it all goes by the wayside. But as, Liz, as Lizzie said, Laura Loomer is hysterical and sums it up well. Uh, Megan Marie sent me this. Um, I hate the Republican Party, to be honest. None of the elected Republicans are doing anything to fight for President Trump. And when I leave the party, so will everyone else, because if Donald Trump doesn't get back into the office, the Republican Party is over. Do you think the low IQ mentality, handicapped idiots in the GOP leadership understand this? I think these morons were all dropped on their damn heads when they were babies because none of them seem to understand how serious this is. Um, it is interesting what's happening with our Republican Party. Um, I know the conflict in Israel has taken our attention away but also at the same point in time i wanted to remind people okay you've got this whole speaker thing going on this week oh it's big news last week and this week we're talking about israel and what happened and hospital being bombed guess what else happened why was putin meeting with china this week putin was in china meeting you had Russia and China meeting together in the midst of everything that's going on. If you don't think for a second that they're not aligning, even though they don't like each other, and Donald Chung, um, resident Chinese expert who comes into the show on occasion, said they don't like each other, but they will work to, with each other to destroy the United States and any Western influence possible. Uh, yeah, Trump also got snapped or slapped with a gag order uh, regarding his court hearing. All of that is a problem. Um, that is an issue. Um, so, yeah, we've got that going on. Hey, Joe, I just wanted to make sure we had somebody that was trying to connect with us, but they didn't have video, right? 
Well, there was three of them, and uh, two of them just left, and Ashley Schmidt is backstage. Oh, we, we still have her? Yes. Okay, let's jump in with Ashley then. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, okay. Well, there's Ashley. Okay, well, let's jump in with Ashley really quick. Hi, Ashley. Vic Faust here with CancelThisShow.com. We, we were trying. We were having problems with video from, from everything that was going on, but we appreciate you jumping in today. Uh, first of all, if you could uh, introduce yourself and uh, explain your situation. Sure, I'll be happy to. My Thank name you. is Ashley Schmidt. I'm uh, vice president of regulatory and compliance with an with a company called Enmar Intelligence. And the reason I'm here today is to talk with folks about the safe disposal of unwanted and unused medications. When this happens, uh, we talk about this so often. People leave things laying behind a lot of the time and they think nothing of it. Why is this a problem? Well, it's really a problem, I think, because as most people know, we we do have an opioid epidemic in this country. It's really important that we focus on keeping our homes safe. So that means if you have unused or unwanted medications that are in your in your medicine cabinet, um, you should be um, super vigilant in making sure that you uh, remove those medications and that you do so in a safe manner so that they don't end up in the wrong hands, that we um, don't have you know childhood poisonings. And um, so that's really, really, um, you know, the focus here. And October 8th, safe medication. And October 18th is National Prescription Drug Take Back Day, uh, which is why we had you on from that standpoint. What's the best advice for people? How can they go do this? What do you suggest? So you can visit safemedicinedrop.com to find an event or a kiosk near you in your home or in your community. It's really easy. Um, sweep your, your medicine cabinet a couple of times a year. Make sure you don't have anything laying around that can get in the wrong hands. Drop it off at an event or it, at one of the 6,000 kiosks that are located across the country all the time um, in pharmacies and at local law enforcement agencies. What are some of the more dangerous things that can be left behind that people aren't even thinking about that you have so, in your cabinets? Yeah. So any medication could be a poison to a child. So if you think about, you know, adult medications that maybe even just an antibiotic can make a child very, very sick. So it is important not only, you know, that you properly dispose of opioids, but also that you think about other medications and and misuse of those. You know, we I think, you know, we've all heard stories of teenagers at parties just kind of mixing together various medications. And that is is certainly deadly. So any medication that might be sitting around could fall into the wrong hands and be misused. So I'm sure you've heard of some horror stories that families have had to deal with as well, which is why this all gets started in the first place, right? Absolutely. What kind of, uh, when we, when we talk about this, um, where do you leave? I mean, for example, where are medicines left usually? I mean, cause people forget about, is it just bathroom cabinets? Are there other places? I think, you know, it's very, um, it varies from household to household, but folks definitely have medications in their, in their medicine cabinets or in other areas throughout their home. And, you know, I've heard stories of people who um, do become addicts will admit later that they sought out opioids in the cabinets of family members when they visited. 
And um, so it's really important that you are vigilant about um, you know, getting rid of something that you're not using. It was interesting when I look at some of these stats too, uh, Ashley, I appreciate it. According to a national survey on consumer drug take, back awareness, 76% of respondents currently have leftover, unused, expired, or unwanted medications in their homes. That blows my mind. That's true. I think people hang on to things. You know, they're not really sure, hey, will I need it again at some point? Or how do I safely get rid of it? About 20% of people in that same survey didn't know exactly how to get rid of their medications. So um, it's really easy if you visit that website and find an event or locate a kiosk near you. You know, I, I hate to admit this, but I wouldn't know. I mean, I was. I think I was one of the 19% of people. <laughs> I, I laugh about it. I know it's a serious issue. But 19% of people reported, according to the survey, keeping their medications because they just don't know how to dispose of them properly. I mean, yeah, guilty as charged, which is why I'm grateful to talk to you and try to learn from that standpoint. Uh, it, it really doesn't take that much effort, does it? It really, it really is pretty easy. Um, the DEA sponsors this Take Back event twice a year. And one of the main reasons that they did that was to raise awareness for folks like you and I who didn't know about this before, um, and also to try to make it convenient and easy. So um, really just take a minute, check out the website, safemedicinedrop.com, or you can go onto the DEA's website also to find a local event near you happening on October 28th. Um, can you explain some of what Enmar's Drug Take Back uh, kiosk, where they're located and how people can find them again? Yes. So we have over 6,000 kiosks located across the country, either in uh, pharmacies or at local law enforcement agencies. And you can find them at safemedicinedrop.com or at Inmar Intelligence's website at inmar.com. Um, what else did you want to let people know before we let you go today? I mean, you're very good at this. Obviously, you're, you're doing these interviews and uh, you're giving great advice. Anything else before we let you go today? I think it's really important to keep this one statistic in mind, and that is that over 300 people a day die from opioid overdose. It's really, really important for you to clean out your own medicine cabinets, to take just a few minutes. You could literally save the life of a family member. Um, Ashley Schmidt, we are grateful for your time. Uh, you're the Vice President of Regulatory and Compliance at Enmar Intelligence, and um, th th they're a healthcare industry leader. Um, we're grateful for the time that you have today, and we're grateful for all the work that company does. If there is a way, could people contact you or the company if they have other questions and to find out the great work that your company is doing on a daily basis? Sure. You can reach out to Enmar. Um, you can reach out to me specifically at ashley.schmidt at enmar.com. And um, you can certainly reach out to um, Enmar through our um, uh, website at enmar.com. All right. We are grateful. Ashley Schmidt, thank you again. I look forward to talking to you again. And once again, uh, just reminding everybody that they can uh, make a big difference in helping keep people safe, uh, not only kids, but adults as well when it comes to these situations that are going on right now. So thanks again for your time, Ashley, and we'll catch up with you next time. Okay. Great. Thanks. Thank you for having me, Vic. Have a great day. All right. I was so grateful that we were able to do that uh, on this day. Once again, uh, don't forget today, uh, October 18th is the uh, national day. I had no idea that it was national prescription drug take back day. 
the DEA is big about sponsoring that as well because you just don't want stuff sitting around in cabinets, um, especially a lot of those drugs, those pharma drugs. They are not good for you when they're sitting around like that. Well, it is cancel this, cancel this show.com. I'm Vic Faust. Um, Lizzie Sparks on the chat line today. Uh, she couldn't be with us. She's with her mom. Her mom fell. Thoughts and prayers with her. Lizzie will be back tomorrow. Pro Joe in the house taking care of business as well, but it's also Weed Wednesday. We check in with Route 66, our boys over there as we bring back in our friend. Uh, we've got Hamid Hamran. He is with Route 66. And if you want to just uh, explain to us um, who you brought in today and why you brought him in, um, we appreciate that. Good to see you, buddy. Um, good. We're doing well. we got your mic on right now. Um, who do you have with us and why'd you bring him in today? Well, I brought our uh, number one guy, Patrick. He is uh, He's our wholesale distributor and salesperson. And uh, Patrick... Uh, has been in the industry, what, 10 plus years, Patrick? Yeah, it was actually 10 years in September. So uh, I thought I'd bring someone extremely knowledgeable and talk about some of our products and what they what they do for uh, our clients and our consumers, because I think that's uh, that was like some questioning that was asked last week. Uh, and I was like, let me bring an expert. So uh, here's Patrick. Um, real quick before we get to Patrick, if we could remind everybody, uh, Ham, who you are. Is it all right if I call you Ham? Because I, I know you personally. Uh, remind everybody what your involvement with Route 66 is and how everything got uh, got put into place here. So I am the founder and CEO of Route 66 and Green Farms. Green Farms is our, uh, it's our farm where we grow our cannabis and we also manufacture. So we're, we're a full vertical and Route 66 is our dispensary. So we have five dispensaries. Uh, we have one in De Pere, which we have our grand opening this Saturday, um, official grand opening uh, for anyone that wants to come out from eight to eight. Uh, we have a location in South Grand. We have one in uh, Dogtown, Maplewood area. We have one in St. Peter's, and we also have one in Winsville. Uh, on top of that, with Patrick's help, um, we sell uh, to over 100 dispensaries uh, here in the state of Missouri from our Ostara line and our Cubana line, which Patrick will talk about a little bit here in a second. Patrick, if you could introduce yourself and get everybody updated on uh, who you are and your expertise with this. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, of course, thanks for having us today. Uh, happy to use your platform to kind of spread the, the joy of cannabis, if you will. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been in the legal cannabis industry for just over 10 years now. Um, cannabis has, has done a lot for myself and my career and my family. Uh, I'm so, so yeah, I, I, I think I owe a lot to the plant. Uh, and, and yeah, I think it deserves a lot of respect. Um, and yeah, you know, so with, uh, with Ostara, I'm, I serve as the, the sales manager. So I'm in charge of, uh, quite, you know, quite simply, uh, supplying, uh, dispensaries all over the state with, uh, various Ostara products. So just as, as Ham mentioned, uh, we were growing everything out of our facility in Cuba, Missouri. Uh, so at, at that facility, we're, we're growing cannabis, the cannabis flower, and then we're using that flower uh, to extract into different oils, which we use in production for vape carts or gummies and uh, various other cannabis products. Um, what kind of products did you bring today that you want to focus on in regards to uh, showing people, explaining how it can help them? Yeah, of course. So, um, so yeah, some of our, our most popular products and some of the most popular products uh, across the industry are certainly going to be edibles, uh, in in particular gummies. Right, the the gummies taste good. They're they're enjoyable. Uh, you know, most folks enjoy eating a little bit of candy every now or you know a little bit of candy every now and then. Uh, and of course, our gummies have that added benefit that they're dosed with THC. Uh, so we we've got a, a 
you know, quite a quite a diverse product lineup. Um, all of the gummies are, of course, going to feature THC as, as one of the main active ingredients. You can hold them up for the camera. And yeah, you know, so THC, of course, has uh, has its own therapeutic benefits. Oh, you're good at this. You're a great model with that, too, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, yeah. the, the packaging looks great, so it's, uh, it, it's easy to display. Um, but yeah, so THC, of course, uh, I, I think a lot of folks are, are already familiar with uh, the benefits of, of THC. Um, you know, it has great pain relieving properties, anti-anxiety, anti-inflammatory properties. It, it does have this side effect that a lot of us are used to, or a lot of us are uh, aware of, um, that it, you know, provides a euphoric feeling. You, you might call it uh, getting high. Um, but, you know, that, that's really just a side effect of, of the medicine itself. So, um, so you know, our, our packaging is, it's, it's kind of color coded. So the, the blue packaging is more of our standard, uh, our standard gummy. Um, so it's just THC. It, it's very effective for a lot of folks. It's, it's extremely popular. It's actually our top selling product. Uh, but there's, there's a lot more to cannabis than just THC and, and just, uh, uh, you know, just the psychoactive effects that, that you get from it. So uh, we have some products uh, like our rest gummy and the purple packaging. That's my favorite one. Yeah. So these are- Why do you like that one so much, Am? Well, I... I've always had trouble shutting my mind down at night and sleeping. And when we develop the rest gummy, uh, it's just magical. I'll take that around anywhere from 9 to 9.30. And by 10 to 10.30, I am extremely relaxed and I go into a very deep sleep. And now I get up like 5.36 and I feel like I've slept for like three days. And do you sleep through too then too? It's not a restless sleep. It's not like an alcohol sleep where you pass out and then you're toss in and turn in and you don't feel well it's like i don't even move i mean of course if there's noise in the house and stuff you wake up it's not like you're knocked out completely but you're just in a very restful peaceful sleeping mode now would that be can you explain with indica and sativa with your gummies in regards to the different qualities that you're trying to obtain well let me before we answer that i want patrick to answer like what's in the rest gummy because i think people should be interested in what's in it do you want to get in yeah, so so, uh, so Vic, that's actually a, a great question. So, uh, of course, sativa and indica are, uh, you know, they, they tend to describe physical characteristics of the cannabis plant. Uh, but there, there's also certain effects that, that uh, most folks associate with those plants. Uh, of course, indica tends to be more of a body-dominant effect, uh, more sedative. So oftentimes folks will consume indica-specific plants to help them with their sleep. Uh, so with the rest gummy, we, we've actually uh, formulated this gummy to include some other active ingredients, uh, including CBN. So CBN stands for cannabinoidal. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's another uh, cannabinoid that's found in cannabis, one of the, one of the many cannabinoids in cannabis. Um, but it is specifically more of a, uh, sed- it, it specifically provides more of a sedative effect to it. So while we don't necessarily sell this as an indica gummy, uh, we call it the rest gummy. Uh, so, you know, it's more of a, a nighttime use, as you can see with the, with the little moon here. And because it's got these added ingredients, CBN, melatonin, of course, is going to help you uh, get that, uh, you know, that deep sleep, that not that restless sleep that, uh, uh, you know, that some people suffer from. Yeah, JD says she has no head spins when she takes them. Lisa says, I just take a quarter bite ham of a night gummy around 7 p.m. and she is feeling good. Yeah, so we, we get tremendous feedback from these. Uh, uh, yeah, and you know, as, uh, as the listeners can, can attest to, they're extremely effective. Um, so you know, on the other side, 
is, uh, so of course, sativa strains. So sativas generally have the, the effect of uh, more of a stimulating, more of a, more of a head, more of a head high, if you will. Uh, so with our rise gummy, we've specifically formulated these with CBG, um, some B12 and limonene to go in these as well. So CBG, cannabigerol, uh, this is another cannabinoid that's found in cannabis. Uh, and yeah, it, it also has great therapeutic benefits to it other than just, you know, providing a, a steady amount of energy. Uh, CBG provides tremendous relief for folks who have any sort of uh, digestive or lower abdominal issues like Crohn's disease or IBS. Uh, so I, I actually, the, the rise gummies are my favorite. Um, I'll take one or two of these, you know, maybe before going to the farmer's market in Tower Grove or going to the zoo. Uh, and you, you, you notice uh, that, yeah, it's a nice focusing effect. Uh, you're able to still function and, and be present in the moment. Uh, whereas, you know, maybe with some of the THC only products, uh, you might notice that you're just kind of in for a good time instead of, uh, you know, more of a targeted, um, uh, more of a targeted effect. And that's asking us, uh, how much are your rest gummies? Is that something that you can get into right now? Yeah, of course. Uh, so the rest gummies, you can generally find these for twenty one ninety nine. Um, as Ham said, we're we're carried in over hundred stores across the state. So chances are, uh, wherever you are in Missouri, there's there's somebody close by that that's carrying uh, that's carrying these products. Uh, we're talking uh, right now um, with Patrick from Ostera Cannabis, and we're talking with Ham from Route sixty six Dispensary. Can you explain, Ham, how uh, your company is providing these products? Uh, because you've got hundreds of products that are being sold all throughout the state, not just at Route sixty six. Even though we're pushing people to go check out the Route sixty six Dispensary, I've been in your brand new location, and it's phenomenal. Well, we have people like Patrick on the wholesale side, so. Uh, you know, in the world of canna, we're very friendly towards other canna owners um, because it's key to carry each other's products. It's variety, right? Like it's like when you go to the grocery store, uh, you have everything, right? It's not just a few products. So um, we we grow everything in Cuba, Missouri. We manufacture everything in Cuba, Missouri, and then we distribute it out between different parts of the state. And of course, we carry our own lines in our stores, but we also carry other lines in our stores because um, there's things that we have that we don't like we carry that we don't make so it's it's a great community we all support each other um, and that's what i love about this industry that we're, we're all very supportive of each other so we're not trying to outdo each other in any way uh, annette says how many come in a pack for 21.99 uh so there's 10 in a pack so so yeah if you're you know cutting these into a quarter that you know that's almost a, a month's supply right there and is that five or ten when it comes to the uh, um what, your THC factor? Yep. So, uh, so yeah, all, all three. So we actually, so uh, the third kind of product in the in the ratioed line of gummies, as I like to say, is the balanced gummy. So it's a uh, THC and CBD. So these will pro provide more of, you know, just like a, just as the name says, kind of a, a balanced, even effect. Um, and in all three of these, the the rise, the rest, and the balance, it's 10 milligrams of THC. And then the, uh, the other minor cannabinoids like the CBG, the CBD, or the CBN, uh, those dosages will vary. Um, but I'm going to hold it up close to the camera. So hopefully you can see here. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, the, the dosage is listed right on oh, the yeah. front of the gummy or right on the front of the package uh, uh -huh. in terms of the, C, the THC content. 
And then on the back side, there's, uh, you know, uh, of course, more detailed information of, uh, of the exact dosage of those minor cannabinoids. As we talk about these products that you guys uh, produce through Ostera and, of course, have at Route 66 Dispensary, Greg wants to know, do you guys have any suggestions for ANS, uh, autonomic nervous system issues, uh, neuropathic issues? So, you know, Greg, the, the first thing that I, that I would suggest is always consult your doctor before, uh, uh, you know, before using any of these products. Uh, generally, THC and CBD don't have any negative uh, interactions with maybe some medications that you're already on. Uh, but of course, I'm, I'm not a medical professional. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, take, uh, just understand that. Um, but, you know, I, I would, without knowing the specifics of, uh, of ANS and how it affects you, uh, Generally, if, if I'm suggesting a product, I'm, I'm going to suggest uh, something that has CBD in it. So it's certainly uh, the balanced gummy, as I mentioned, is 10 milligrams of THC, 10 milligrams of CBD per piece. And, uh, you know, we, we have plenty of customers and consumers who maybe do not enjoy the, uh, that psychoactive effect that, that cannabis can, uh, can provide. Uh, but with these balanced gummies, because there's those equal amounts of THC and CBD, you generally just get the full therapeutic therapeutic benefits of the plant mm-hmm. without any of those uh, those psychoactive side effects. So, uh, Greg, I uh, my recommendation might be to to try out the balance gummy first. Um, but yeah, certainly I, I would recommend consulting a medical professional. Uh, Patrick, you're too damn good at this, man. Seriously, I, I can just listen to you like I used to. Uh uh, watch uh, painters paint. Um, I'm just like, oh, I'm in awe of listening to you. Remind me of Bob Ross when he was painting photos, and I would just watch Bob Ross paint. <laughs> Patrick, I can just listen to you talk about cannabis. Very simply, did you bring other products today too? Because I see something on uh, the desk in front of you. Yeah. So uh, one of, one of our newest products is going to be our Star Tabs. Uh, so these are. Oh yeah, there we go. We got a good shot of it right yeah, now. They're similar to a Pez or a Smarties, so you can kind of see. The, the little picture of them on there. Um, so it's a little cube, uh, you know, just uh, just like a Pez or a Smarty, so a crunchy little Can candy. you put that back up as you talk again, or yep. is that is that too much on your arm or shoulder? I mean, you, you were giving a good shot. I was trying to give people a really good shot. We'll focus in on it here in a second. Um, but it's just so that people can actually see the packaging and read kind you of what block they... block your eyes with it. That way it focuses. There you go. Oh, there you there go. You Perfect. Go. Um, so yeah, these are, they're, they're five milligrams per piece. So it's a, a really nice low dose. Uh, generally when, when you find edibles on the market, they tend to be 10 milligrams of THC. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, a five milligram dose, they're delicious little candies. Uh, the, the nice thing about candies like this is, uh, you know, even if you leave them in the car in the, in the winter, you know, it's starting to get cold out. Um, but with the gummy, they might get stiff because they, they freeze overnight. But the, the star tabs, you know, they're, they're versatile. You can store them basically anywhere. Of course, I would always recommend store them in a, in a safe, secure location. Um, but yeah, five milligrams of THC per piece. There's actually 50 of them in the container. So uh, myself, I'll eat, you know, maybe four or five at a time. Uh, but certainly, you know, folks who are newer to cannabis can just start with one. And, uh, you know, from there, you can, uh, you can really dial in your dose because it's such a low dose. Um, and yeah, we, we get tremendous feedback on these. There's a, a, a several different flavors. So I think what kind of feedback do you get? 
Um, it, exactly what I described. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, you know, people enjoy the flavor. It's it's a little different than a gummy, right? So most folks are, are used to gummies. Uh, so it's you know kind of a, a nice little change for your palate. You get the the crunchy sensation. You know, I, I love crunching my candy. Um, but yeah, there's se uh, several different flavors: strawberry, watermelon, blueberry, lemon. Um, so, so yeah, it's, uh, we, we just relaunched these in Missouri and, uh, yeah, the, you can find them right now. Do you have an, how many come in a, in, in a container and the price again? Cause I know that was going to be the next question because we've got our cannabis crew on there right now asking all these questions cause they're very interested. And I know a lot of people have asked, um, to get a, a partnership or somebody with a company like route 66 and Astara because of what you guys offer. Yeah. So, uh, it's five milligrams per piece, 50 pieces in the container, uh, these go for $36.99 in the store. So uh, it's uh, 250 milligrams total, um, which is, you know, if you're eating the whole thing, that, that, that's a lot at a, at a single time. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's nice because sometimes with a 10 pack of, of edibles, you eat one or two before you know it, you're, you're halfway through the, the container and, you know, you, you still want to go, uh, you still want to go longer. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, 50 pieces in here. So there's plenty of doses. Um, and yeah, they're, they're delicious. Would it be fair guys to call it uh, Pez THC? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I often get the question. Hey, of, that's your next product right oh, there, man. baby. <laughs> I'm still a lightweight. I'm listening to Patrick talk about four or five. Like Pez THC. Yeah. Are the candies little, are they square like that too? Yep. They are. yep. That's so another mark. Little yeah. rectangles. I just take one, uh, like a rise. <laughs> I actually cut my rise in half. Uh, I've been I've been on the rise for a year, and I still cut mine in half and take a half, and that's my tolerance. So uh, for anyone that's listening, uh, Patrick is an expert, and he's tested a lot of products. So um, you're not going to come out of the gate <laughs> four or five. Uh, you will be blitzed. <laughs> Were you? Are you from the St. Louis area, or did you say you came in from somewhere else because you had such a background of it? Because we didn't have a background in the St. Louis area when it came to cannabis. I mean, this is all brand new for the state of Missouri. Sure. So, and you know, Vic, I, I would actually suggest uh, that St. Louis and Missouri, uh, you know, Missouri at large has has uh, quite a robust history with cannabis. Uh, so I moved here in 2020 to, to St. Louis from, from Colorado. So I was working out in the industry out there basically since day one. Um, and yeah, so Ham recruited uh, my wife and I. My wife actually works uh, on the retail side for Route 66. And uh, yeah, you know, when, when we got here, I, I'd be lying to you if I, uh, if I said that uh, I, I thought that I was, you know, kind of top dog around here. Uh, but I, I was quickly humbled, and, and I'm sure many of your listeners would, would agree. Uh, there is such a deep cannabis history in this state, and I, I have learned quite a bit and have been humbled uh, by some of the folks that I've met. Uh, you know, of course, it's all tied to the agricultural history in the state. Uh, so while, you know, maybe the, the legal cannabis industry has just gotten started, uh, you know, I would suggest that Missouri has a very deep history with, with cannabis. That's interesting. Thanks for educating me from that standpoint. Stephanie says, Patrick, I tend to almost get a vertigo effect from THC when I'm trying or using. Is that because I'm just using too much? Uh, Stephanie, you know, it, it could be. Um, it, it might be that you're using uh, or, or, yeah. So, you know, again, you know, I, I might suggest that the, the balance gummy again in the green package, it's 10 milligrams THC, 10 milligrams CBD. Um, you know, depending on what you're looking to get out of your cannabis experience, there's certainly different products that I would recommend to help avoid some of those effects that are maybe a little, a uh, little more unpleasant. 
but the the THC and CBD, they uh, the way that they interact together, uh, it really provides more of just a a loose, relaxing sensation without so much of that that head activity that that you're describing. Uh, so. I might suggest maybe more indica-leaning strains or even more balanced options that have that CBD component because uh, you know, if you're feeling too much head activity, then that might just be uh, you know, the specific profile of terpenes and cannabinoids that, that, you're, uh, that you're exposing yourself to. I also uh, just learned this week from one of our butt tenders, and I'll let Patrick explain it more, uh, the difference between taking an edible on an empty stomach versus after you ate. What, what, what is it? Difference and, uh, it, it, there's just a different reaction time and Patrick can kind of get into that a little bit more because I didn't know that and I, and I took one on a full stomach and it reacted a lot faster and I was on my way home because it usually takes 30 minutes and I was like, oh my goodness, like what just happened? And so then I realized when I brought it back up to everybody and so Patrick, you want to kind of get into the weeds of that? Yeah, so, uh, so, so yeah, you know, I, I, I always suggest folks, uh, certainly when you're using uh, edibles, you're always going to want to have something in your stomach to to help with the digestion of whatever it is you're eating. You know, whether it's a gummy or chocolates or any the star tabs, uh, the you know, uh, and that's that's going to help calm your stomach down. Um, it's also going to help your body absorb the the cannabinoids uh, a, a little bit better. Um, the quite simply, the food in your stomach is going to slow the whole process down. Uh, so it's going to allow your body more time to absorb. The, the cannabinoids that you're ingesting. Um, and yeah, you know, ju just like, uh, you know, I, I would also suggest that when you're using cannabis, you know, maybe if you're inexperienced with it, uh, I generally don't recommend folks mix intoxicants, if you will. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I don't suggest, you know, using alcohol with your cannabis because that can oftentimes in influence the experience that you're getting. And then you don't know if it's the cannabis that's giving you this, you know, this uh, adverse reaction, or maybe it's the combination of, of uh, whatever else you're using. So, uh, you know, always, I, I would always encourage folks to be in a comfortable setting with people that they're comfortable with, um, especially if it's a new product for you. Um, because yeah, you know, I, I think one of the beautiful things about cannabis is it's, it's really for everybody. And that's something that I've, you know, I've learned over these years is, uh, you know, it's old folks, young folks, Christians, you know, Muslims, everybody uses cannabis. People of all demographics use it. Uh, so I Republicans, I, Democrats, Republicans, Democrats <laughs> independents. Know, yeah. And, and I, I think it's nowhere more evident than here in Missouri, uh, because we have such a diverse range of folks from the, the urban city centers out to the, you know, the more rural areas. Uh, so, yeah, you know, making sure that you're in that comfortable environment because uh, there's nothing worse than, uh, you know, somebody ruining yourself. your, yeah, doing it by yourself or having somebody ruin uh, what should otherwise be a, a pleasant experience. Donna says, can we purchase from other states? I don't know if she's listened to our show before, and I don't know what state she's listening to us from this morning. She says, as I'm aging, I'm noticing I'm more sensitive to certain substances. So the five milligrams would be great. I guess she was talking about the candy, but I don't know if that was two different questions. And if you could possibly address that with the information that you have. So everything is only uh, sold in Missouri. So we cannot uh, cross state lines. That's that's like a whole federal law thing. So um, Missouri is RAC. Some other states that are bordering to us are not RAC. So um, so that's that's the answer to that. Did yeah. you? Of course, uh, you know, if you're visiting Missouri. Yeah, you can visit them. Yeah, all you need is, is a, a valid government issued ID. And of course, to be over the age of 21. And, uh, you know, as long as you can check those two criteria, then everybody's welcome. 
Did you have products that you were trying to show too, Ham? I saw you had stuff oh, in no, front I, of you. Oh, no, I brought some stuff for you. Oh, gifts. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thanks. I was I, like, I brought you a hoodie. I was trying to. Socks. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate I, I know you like to dress up sometimes. Well, yeah, I do. Those, These those are, are socks. Ostera cannabis socks. Those are pretty damn cool. Are you jealous, Joe? I got him a pair. I actually have some. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> and I brought you a hoodie I, because our little stocking cap. Oh, damn. That's, this that's is our pretty new, cool, uh, man. We're going to be selling those this week because it's getting cold and I know people like that kind of stuff. So Absolutely. You guys, I know you guys are master marketers. And by the way, Ham, I'm not just saying it because you're here. I had so many compliments on you last week. Oh, thank you. And not just from the Route 66 uh, business uh, standpoint and what you've been able to do from a vertical standpoint, but also, especially in these times, how you came to this country and made something of yourself out of nothing, literally learning. I had three different people bring this up to me about they appreciate your business story, uh, how you came to this country, how you were able to build yourself up out of nothing and literally be able to integrate yourself and have success in this country. Appreciate now you've it. taken it on to certain businesses in the country. You were talking about mortgage. And then of course, um, adjusting into the cannabis business because um, you're about the state. You're about promoting um, and you're employing a whole lot of people here as well. No, I really appreciate it. I think the the first challenge I had was to learn English. So <laughs> you think? I, I remember all the kids would go to recess. Well, how uh, old how old were you again? Him? Uh, so I had just turned was like six and a half, seven years old. And well, interesting story, maybe fun fact, not to get off subject. So when I moved from my country, I had already completed first grade. And you moved from Iran, right? Yeah, we well we say Persian during times of crisis, but it's oh yeah, that's our but yeah, Iran. Um, that's a real thing. Uh, so I moved here. Uh, we lived in Germany. And then by the time we got to the States, I had already completed first grade. And I know that sounds kind of minor, but my dad thought it would be a good idea that I would go to first grade again uh, because I didn't speak English. So uh, first state I lived in was in Davenport, Iowa. Um, so you talk about um, an adjustment, right? You go from a, a place that's more warm to Iowa in the middle of winter. Um, and Iowa was brutal in the wintertime. And of course, all the kids would still get recess and they go do something fun. And I was in ESL classes trying to learn oh English. So uh, uh, how I actually ended up making friends is because I played soccer and soccer was like a big thing back then at recess time. And of course, I got picked last in the first in the beginning. But then they realized I was pretty darn good. And and then I started getting picked first. So that's how I made friends was actually through a sport. But um, yeah, it was challenging. And we, we moved around a lot. And you know, like my dad and my mom have always reminded me that this is an amazing country to live in and there's so much opportunity. It's just really what you make of it, right? You just got to put the time and effort into it. And that's what I've really done the last 40 plus years. When you see what's happening in the Middle East, uh, does it blow your mind? Because I mean, that's it's a country that you lived in, but it's been so long. It's been so long since you were over there. Yeah, I've never gone back. Uh, it's, it's sad to watch um, just war in general. Um, but you know, when we moved, uh, the airport shut down for eight years. They were taking little boys um, my age and they were walking them on minefields. And so then the kids would die and then uh, then the soldiers would fight. And um, it's just sad, you know, um, and all for what, right? Like this, it's never ending. And so um, it, it hurts me more because my parents left everything behind, like their home, their cars, their parents, their all their siblings, like they left everything behind just to save us. So uh, I can't, ever like repay them back no matter what I do for them. I'm extremely grateful for what my parents have done. And now they're uh, living in Florida and enjoying the sun. Yeah. Makes sense. It's all a good thing. Uh, could you guys remind everybody where your locations are again? Patrick, you want to go ahead? I'll give um, some time. Yeah. So Ostara can be found in, I, I think we mentioned it earlier. Uh, Ostara can be found in over a hundred stores here in Missouri. 
so wherever you're located, I am sure that uh, that there's a dispensary near you that that's carrying our products. And if they don't ask for it, yeah, please yeah. ask for it. <laughs> um, and then yeah, the the Route 66 stores they just opened their fifth store in De Pere. Uh, they've got their grand opening this weekend. I'll be out there uh, Saturday morning. If you want to come say hi, please, you know, come and say hi. Tell me you uh, tell me how much you enjoy the products. Um, and then uh, Route 66, St. Peter's. There's a couple in the city in Dogtown and South Grand. Uh, they, Wentzville too. And and yeah, the the Wentzville store. And there's one just up the road here in St. Peter's. Now for our grand opening on Saturday from eight to eight in De Pere, uh, we're going to be doing like uh, discounts and some prize giveaways. So if anyone's in that general area, we'd love to see you. And by the way, the store in De Pere is on Manchester, right near 270, just east of 270 on manchester road um it's a it's a great location you guys are gonna be up in 12 hours eight to eight that's right wow um that's and a, that's our hours in the pair right now okay so that's every day every day okay so you can go there every day and just remind everybody what it for if somebody hasn't been there yet and they're just trying it out what will happen when they walk in the door and then i promise i'll let you guys get out of here what will happen when they walk in the door? Yeah, do you, you have to show an ID. You have to right? show an ID. Uh, then you go into a small waiting room. <clears throat> Typically, there's maybe less than a one-minute wait. Uh, door opens, you go in. There's butt tenders. Uh, they service you. They ask you questions. Uh, you pick your products, and you go to a checkout window, and you exit. Typical transaction, uh, two, three minutes, unless you're just brand, brand new, and maybe you're 10 minutes in there because you've got more questions to ask. Um, but yes, uh, the pair by Schnucks, uh, the Schnucks by the pair. Uh, I just saw one of the questions. And also, um, for all listeners that have never been to our stores, uh, we're doing like a 20% discount, which is very, very nice, very rare in the industry because there's a shortage of cannabis still, believe it or not, in Missouri. So discounts are very hard to come by. But uh, we want to support your show. We also want to uh, give love back to all the people that have supported us on this last four-year journey and also uh, for being a new store. Um, we wanted to do something extra special. So, Well, Ham, we appreciate it very much uh, with Route 66. Patrick, of course, representing Astara today. Uh, gentlemen, look forward to it. Uh, Patrick, you're really good at this, dude. I'm serious. He's the best. You, <laughs> you're, very, you're, you're more relaxing than even Joe back there. And, and, and Joe is my weed guy, my cannabis guy. Uh, Patrick, I love it, man. Thank you so much for educating us today. Ham, we appreciate it. Love the support. And of course, uh, you guys, anybody, as we promote you guys every day, check out Route 66. You can always go to their website as well to find out all of their locations. You can look at their products. You can find out anything and everything that you want um, with Route 66. And the, the full website, again, name is what again? Do we know that for Route 66? Oh, it's so Route66Cannabis.com. That's right. Route66Cannabis.com. Route66Cannabis.com. Do you guys have one with Ostera that people can check out products as well, even though they're on all of these locations? Yep. OstaraCannabis.com. Easy enough. Uh, Patrick and Ham, thanks again for your time today, guys. Thanks. Appreciate uh, it. Enjoy it. And of course, if you guys have any questions, just let us know in the comment line as well. And we'll go ahead and show that to them. We'll answer those questions. And of course, if you have questions, um, hell, I'll ask them. I'll call them. We'll find out what we need to find out uh, to do what we can with that. This is And thanks again for the hat and the socks, my friend. I appreciate it. Uh, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We appreciate everybody jumping in. I know we've had several interviews today. We were packed. Um, we were trying to get everything possibly in that we could. Um, and we appreciate you guys kind of going with the flow on everything. Uh, 
that we had today on a Wednesday. Very, very busy here as well. Okay, uh, I'm Vic Faust. Projo's in the house. Lizzie will be back tomorrow. I uh, want to remind everybody, uh, we've got um, David Gregory, personal injury attorney, uh, former state rep uh, from Sunset Hills. He'll be in tomorrow. He's running for state senate. Um, in regards to um, this tax or property tax being eliminated for the elderly and why in St. Louis... Um, Sam Page and crew refused to do it. They refused to go with it. Maybe a little, but not what they could have. Uh, yes, mention cancel this. When you guys go in, mention cancel this. Um, and that'll help you. And that says great segment. Lisa says, see you all tomorrow. Um, we are appreciative of everybody jumping in. Thoughts and prayers again to Lizzie's mom. Lizzie's with her mom today. And um, we're grateful for everybody jumping in today. Uh, Projo, I know we had a lot in there um, that we haven't had a chance to get to, but of course, we'll keep you up to date. And by the way, that is the coolest canceled this little sticker. And you did. Very actually, nice. Greg made that. It's a, it's a <clears throat> magnet. It actually sticks right to my uh, arm there. And that is Greg Carell, who will be yep. filling in yep. for Joe on Friday and Monday, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and we're appreciative. Guys, have an awesome day once again. Uh, if you guys ever want to be involved with the show, uh, just let us know. We'll send you the video link. Um, it, it's just how people used to call on radio, which they really don't do that much anymore. Uh, I know a lot of older people do, uh, and that's fine because that's how we were trained. But most people from all research, they love to jump in. They love to jump in with video links, and we'll send you the video link if you want to jump in with us, if you have points to make as well. So have an awesome day, everybody. Uh, this is Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com, and that does it for this podcast, this live cast, October 18th. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow.